Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite On Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830 KLAA, or should I say Ducks Radio, AM830 KLAA. This is Sergio. I'll be your host, my co-host in the house, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the Angler Chronicles Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Good morning. And then we've got Andrew Mack on the line from Max Fish Reports. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. And I also have our dear friend Steve Carson, the director of the Penn Fishing University. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, guys. Oh, boy. What a week. What a week. I, had a finally got a chance to go out there and get some fishing in. That was kind of fun. Uh, a lot of things are happening. I did see a lot of pictures yesterday coming from Andrew Mack. Okay. And you were over at Mountain Lakes yesterday, weren't you? Yeah, we're, I'm actually still here now. We're camping here for the weekend. So I keep missing the invite. Okay, well, give us a report then. Yeah, so basically we're going to start off on, uh, well, we can start off on Mountain Lakes. Uh, they stocked on Thursday, uh, again, with 1,000 pounds of trout. Uh, they mix it up, so it's about 500 pounds in each lake. Uh, yesterday they were here, or we were, we were fishing here. The bite was a little tough for anyone that was jigging. Um, I did see guys uh, that were soaking power bait, uh, and they were getting them probably that first hour in the morning, and then it slowed down for them. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty uh, – I want to catch them on jigs, so I was pretty much throwing the whole kitchen sink on them, just throwing, you know, everything I could think of. And finally I, I decided to uh, tie on a drop shot with a yellow-white minnow. And then uh, about the fifth cast or so, I finally connected to one. I was able to get that one in the net. And then uh, I would say about 20 minutes later, I got one more. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was some fun stuff. It's kind of cool when you got to work so hard for them and then it finally pays off. But, you know, you got to keep throwing. Yeah. Um, so uh, mm-hmm. so uh, from there, we're going to go to Santa Ana River Lake, uh, which you saw earlier in the week. I also fished there on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're fishing uh, with Martin and uh, 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 Val and a couple other people. And, I mean, I would say to start off the year like that is going to be really hard to top. I mean, there was, I want to say there was, uh, what, six of us, and we were able to fill. Martin and and Valerie had four uh, four passes to fill. So it was two two day passes, two midday passes. So we're uh, five fish each on the day, seven fish each on the on the midday. I filled a pass. Uh, his other buddy filled two passes. My other buddy filled two passes. I mean, it was. I think altogether we had 58 trout 
And then uh, Valerie caught one uh, good-sized crappie on a. And what day was that? Uh, that was on Monday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that was Monday. I mean, you know, from the weekend, from you know, the rain still, you know, had the water cloudy. Uh, the big lake, um, it's been, uh, it's still been pretty tough on the big lake. So we went over to uh, Chris's pond, and it was, uh, I mean, once we found the spot, it was just, I mean, if, if I wasn't bit, I would look over and Martin was reeling in fish, or Valley was reeling in fish. It was like that consistent for about five to six hours. It was just, it was crazy. Very nice. Very, very nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Keep going. So, Keep uh, going. I need more. Yeah. I need more. <laughs> so from there, uh, you have all the San Bernardino County lakes, uh, like Cucamonga-Guasti, Glen Helen, Yucaipa, Mojave Narrows, and Parado. Now, these lakes have been stocking every Thursday uh, with 799 pounds of fish. Um, again, I don't know how they make it exactly 799 and not 800. I remember talking about that a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've definitely been putting some better fish. I mean, I'm talking like double digits. I know last week they put in uh, one trout that was in that 14 to 15 pound range. I heard that somebody had one of the giants on and it broke off, which so probably was that big one. Um, kind of watch them through the videos. But they've been also putting some really good lightning trout as well. Or the official name for them is the Calveras uh, golden trout because. You know, Mount Lassen owns, you know, the name Lightning Trout. Well, I'm going to stop you right uh, there and let Steve give you the other name, please, Steve. Uh, the West Virginia Centennial Golden Rainbow Trout. Uh, they were uh, discovered, you know, uh, by accident, really, uh, in West Virginia. Somebody saw one uh, naturally produced, you know, it's like a one out of a million color mutation of of plain old rainbow trout, somebody saw one, said, hmm, and then bred that one specifically with a regular rainbow trout, because that's all they had, and they got a moderate number of, of babies that also had the mutation, so they made it two of those together, and bingo, uh, they, they got them, and they can get them, you know, pretty, uh, pretty consistently, and there's a few places, mainly in Pennsylvania, for where for some reason I don't really know the biology that well of the of these areas in in Pennsylvania where they are able to survive and breed in the wild and they call them palomino trout there but all of them all of them come from that 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 one mutated fish that a hatchery worker noticed in West Virginia whenever their centennial was i think back in the early 1970s i don't i don't remember the exact year very good. There you go. All right. Well, listen, before you keep going on, on, on the San Bernardino Lakes, because um, I'm beginning to get calls here, I just want to remind everybody, I put it on social media, we were going to do the uh, giveaway show today. The, for the You can call in, you get a raffle prize. It's been postponed until next week. Okay, so next Saturday, the whole show will be dedicated to you guys calling in, and uh, we'll give you a raffle ticket, and you'll be eligible for one of the um, the big five big five prizes that um, we're going to be giving away. Okay, among that would be a we got a fishing rod, we've got fishing reel, we've got a couple of day and a half, and we got the big Palmdale fin and feather 
um, membership. So there, there's a lot of and, and and they'll be padded as well. When I mean padded, I'm sure we'll throw in a couple of jigs for one of the the day and a half. Ron's shaking his head no. Um, you know for for the Palmdale um, fin and feather. Uh, Tony's going to put together some bite on to go into that, and and we'll have things like that. So in, in addition to, so um, hold the phone. I know we said this weekend this it was going to be today, but things got changed around. I apologize. We will get that done next Saturday. Okay, so again, the big one will be next Saturday. All right. Uh, sorry about that, uh, Andrew. You may continue. Well, you may climb back out of the six feet underneath the totem pole. Go well, ahead. Well, wait a minute before you go. Uh, you know, guys, we're, we're not and trying girls. to, and girls, we're not trying to put this off. We want to make sure everybody's well. Everybody has been ill for the last four or five weeks. I know yeah. that I just got over, you know, five weeks of this. Um, and right now, our entire crew, it's down to me and Sergio right now. Everybody's still sick. So hang in there. We'll get it next week. Yeah. In fact, uh, Andrew, you're feeling a little better, aren't you? Oh, I'm like, I'm 100% now. But two weeks ago, You've yeah. You've never not, been not, 100%. No, he's not being six feet under. You can't be. You've never been. Uh, all right. So you're feeling better. No, uh, Tony came back down with it. So okay. the nice thing is that we've had, I can't believe this. You guys ready for this? I had the common cold. What the heck is that yeah. anymore? Okay. Uh, yeah, I got tested, and Rhonda did too, and it was no COVID. We had both tests. No, and tested negative for the flu. So the only thing left over was, or left uh, left was, was the common cold. But anyway, let's go uh, common cold underneath the uh, six foot, six feet under the totem pole. We were over there in San Bernardino. Oh yeah, so that so that was San Bernardino Lake. Uh, from there, we're going to go to uh, Fisherman's Retreat in Redland. Um, this is kind of a, a, a spot you don't hear too much about. Um, I mean, there a lot of guys are fishing this place, but, again, you're not seeing so much of the, the media coverage and anything like that. But ever since trout season started, this place has been just big fish, consistent fishing, and guys are getting limits, you know, here back and forth. Now, from there, we're going to go up to uh, uh, Big Bear Lake. Uh, Big Bear Lake has had snow for the past couple weeks um i've been hearing uh you know some days on the colder ones it freezes uh, you got the shoreline freezing all the way out to about 20 feet out some days it's melted um on those melted days guys that are actually going out there consistently you know they can find a spot uh, a spot to fish and they're finding fish i mean they're throwing you know either like cast masters thomas Boyens. Anything that spins that's shiny, they're getting them on on, uh, on lures, and then they're also getting them on power bait, and of course, you know the inflated night crawler. Uh, they're getting them on that as well. So, so from there, it, I know you got it. Uh-huh. So in my kind of fishing, as long as you can throw something at them, I hate the bait and weight thing. So I just like throwing stuff. So I, this is good. This is good. Oh yeah, definitely. So from there, I know you brought it up because it is uh, one of our prizes. Um, Palmdale Fin and Feather. Mm-hmm. Now, if people don't understand, you know, what Palmdale Fin and Feather, it is the most, I would say, they throw the most fish in the shortest time. And already within two weeks, they've stocked 12,000 pounds of trout. Wow. And they still have like two to three more stockings coming, even before the opener. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's crazy how much fish they're putting in this lake. Yeah, I mean, and they're, and they're not small ones either. No, no, no. The the, the size is solid. 
Um, the fun is amazing. We, we get we go at least once a year, usually for the opener, and um, have a lot of fun. I mean, just it's just a lot of fun. It, it's a different way of fishing. I mean, you're not really on shore. We get to fish on one of the piers or docks that they have there. That's kind of cool. Uh, there's great bass fishing there. I've seen bass nesting. I've seen we've actually caught some bass there. So um, it, it's been it's been a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Looking forward to it. It's at the end of uh, or the beginning of February, right? The opener, the fifth, I think it is. Yeah, February fifth is the opener. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know, as far as existing members, make sure you guys uh, renew your membership before the twenty eighth. Otherwise, you won't be able to fish on the opener. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I know. They usually have that big rush of the at the last two weeks of everyone renewing their membership. Um, last year, it was so popular that they had a waiting list of more than 400 people on it. So, no. you know, that was just getting membership. I mean, it's crazy. And then, uh, and then this year, they're also, they're also going to be doing something that they haven't done in a long time. And what they're going to do, um, I've actually been going back and forth uh, with those guys. Um, they're actually going to throw in bass this year. And they're not any bass. They're the F1. Oh, so Florida. So we might have Luffy bass lake in the next 10 years all right i love that i love that okay so yeah so so it's good stuff going on in palmdale uh from there we're going to go down to hold on andrew andrew hold on because i gotta take a break here i was i could hear the music in the background so listen uh hang on tight we'll come back out to you this is ducks radio am 830 klaa angler chronicles we're brought back Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, this is Cam Fowler, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830.
Welcome back, everybody, on Ducks Radio, AM 830K, LAA. This is Saturday in the park. I'm launching for a little big trout. Boom! How's that, Andrew Mack? All right, That's Andrew, when we went to, uh, we were talking about Palmdale Fin and Feather. I just want to remind everybody, next week we're going to do the big raffle, and one of the prizes is going to be the Fin and Feather um, um the Palmdale Fin and Feather membership, which which is actually a very difficult thing to get. Yeah. Right now, you really got to know somebody, okay? Uh, but yeah. we, we have this. It's about $1,000 worth of, uh, uh, of a membership to think about that. We are going to do the following. We're going to give you going to call in. Ron's going to sign you a ticket. He showed, showed them to me this morning, so you'll get a ticket. Okay, we'll put your name on it. And then what we'll do is we'll put it in the tumbler. Uh, on Taco Tuesday, and we'll do a separate auction or separate raffle at that moment, and we'll get you guys going. All right, that's what's going to happen. Okay, uh, let me see. Um, guys, just please remember that we're in the middle of a live radio program. My phone's going off the hook. My my social media's going off the hook. I can't answer all your, your questions right now, but I will answer them as soon as I can. Okay, so um, all good. Um, we did get a message here from Brett. He said, thanks for the great coverage. Um, um, oh, and he's meeting with Jonathan this morning at the club to get him all registered. So that's that's excellent. So uh, Jonathan Skinner, you know, from uh, Lake Elsinore, he's going to go over there and check out Palmdale Fin and Feather. We've talked about it so much. <laughs> but it really is a great place. It's a great place. It's a happy place. Okay, yep. and, and last year uh, you were you came with us, right? You did, yeah. Uh, yeah, yep. Okay. Yeah, so, all right. So what I want to do is make the official invitation to Mr. Steve Carson. I know, Steve, it's a long way for you. Okay, but if you make it up to Orange County, you can jump in the car with us and you can drive with us the rest of the way. Okay, um, come out with us. Uh, you know, around the opener, it's a lot of fun. I know you like to fish trout. I'd love to see how you fish trout. Well, as you you may recall in your uh, in your distant memory, we did fish trout together a few times. That's right. Back in the uh, back in the Irvine Lake. Irvine Lake, uh, yeah. Irvine Lake, that way way back in the front. Fred Flintstone days, but yeah, it did happen. We'll, we'll see how well we can work out. Yeah, that'd be great if you can come up and uh, you know what we could do. It's a it's a Saturday, so you can come up for the radio show, and then we'll just keep going. All right. So anyway, so all good. Uh, fin and feather uh, recommendations to fish that place. Um, definitely fin and feather. Uh, I would say uh, um, early morning, get your jigs out, start throwing jigs, your hookup baits, uh, your minnows. Um, any kind of li little tiny plastic, um, and then as the day heats up, uh, what I tend to see is the fish start going deeper, uh, they, you know, the, the shallow water, and then from there, they're pretty much out of jig range unless you're in a boat, so, you know, you're going to want to switch over to the bait and weight, so either use your mouth tails with, like, a two-foot leader um, all the way to, like, power bait, and then uh, I'm just curious, so if Steve comes from his house, meets you at your house, how's he going to fit his big net in your car? Ron has a truck. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, you're lucky. Steve just got cut off, uh, Leilani. Oh. 
Yeah, we lost Steve. He, she's trying to get him back. Okay, so uh, you're so lucky. You you make a reference to Steve when Steve is not on the line. Wow. That's wise. Wow. 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 So you just wait until yeah. Steve gets cut off the phone to make a comment. But I'm sure Steve. Uh, but you know, from the magic that Leilani does, Steve's back. Okay. There he is. Steve, I think it's because Sergio mispunched a button. No, I have nothing to do with buttons. They won't let me touch buttons in the morning. Okay. Well, that's fine. Thank goodness. Yeah. So, anyways, he was saying, you know, what are you going to do with the big net if you come with us? How are you going to fit your big net in my car? And I told him we're going with Ron. Ron has the big Dodge Ram uh, truck, so we don't have a problem with that. Okay. All right. So. Um, my experience over there, and Ron, we've had a really good time over at Palmdale. Um, I like throwing stuff. And Thomas Boyan, Gold and Red, that has been my, my go-to. And once in a while, I'll even dip it in the bite-on, okay? And I know you go, metal? Yeah, metal. And uh, what it goes, you, you send it out there and leaves the, the scent trail, okay? And brings them, brings them around. But I've had an amazing, amazing time throwing jigs okay so uh, or do you guys call them jigs or what, what do you call them in, in lures lures okay so there you go because everything changes when you uh everything changes even the handles on the wrong side just call them little iron little iron <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so um let's keep going give me another lake yeah, so, so real quick just a little bit more about fin and feather um, uh, they do, uh, the, for the opener, they do, are doing a couple, uh, uh, one thing different in particular is that for the opener only, you're only allowed three guests per member. So, um, it was five after the opener opening weekend, it's going back to five, uh, and then it's $25 a guest, but for the opener, make sure that you only show up with three guests. Um, and then, uh, and another thing, I mean, I don't know how. You know, out of all the, you know, out of all the, uh, uh, you know, they're not selling memberships, basically. So to have, a, to be able to give away a prize for a membership, I mean, that's huge. Hmm. And that is just... <laughs> well, well, the, the weight now is it, it's a 400 <laughs> people wait, isn't there? The 400 people on the list? Yeah, there's 400 people on the waiting yeah. list. So they're not selling it. They haven't sold new memberships since last year, like early in the year. So it's like now that we get to give one away, I mean, it's like, how do you describe that? Just, you know, the Angler Chronicles. <laughs> That's right. Well, I appreciate that. Well, you know, um, it's again, uh, good people run a good lake, and when that happens, it's a lot of fun to go to. You know, the same thing happens at Santa Ana River Lake. Same thing happens with, uh, like I said, Finn and Feather. We love going to uh, Lake Elsinore. I mean, it's just you go a place where you feel comfortable, where you feel fun. You can feel the fun, okay? And uh, it's crazy. I mean. Even on a bad day, you have a lot of fun. We do absolutely, you know, and, and that, that's the key. Okay, so, all right, what else you got for me? So you know, let's go stop at our favorite lake, Lake Elsinore. Um, lake Elsinore right now, it's a it's a little bit on the colder side, uh, but what the anglers that I've been talking to that are that are either locals there and fish it every day, or just guys that are out there, you know, spending the day to fish, the catfish action is heating up. And it is the, it's if you can get mid lake, I'll say mid lake where mm -hmm. the heavy brush is, you know where those those shallow sticks are in the mid lake area. 
That's where those campers are going to be holding. Okay, Ron, Ron's, Ron's going, what? So Mid Lake, Ron, <laughs> is all the way in the far corner. If you're, if you're looking, if you're on the launch ramp, it's all the way on the right but it's not far Mid-Lake. corner. Mid Lake is well, in the center, isn't well, it? Yeah, okay. but that's, that's a, you know, well, where'd you catch all your fish, Mid Lake? Where'd you catch to, all your. I'm trying to visualize weeds sticking out in the middle of the lake. No. Mid Lake is in between actually, everything on the shore. Actually, there is right. some growth in the middle there where they have the, the bathroom thing. You're, there you're is, right. There are some, some some things growing there. Well, I was just wondering. I thought maybe yeah. I missed something so, there, so and Mid I was just Lake, there. So Mid Lake is that far right <laughs> corner where you see the reed sticking out, and you're about five, three to five feet of water. It's a great place to sleep. <laughs> yeah. All right. So All right. Keep going. Yeah, so, uh, and then uh, they're still producing uh, the wipers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not there yet. The biggest I've seen, I believe, is about 15 to about 15 and a half inches. So they have to be 18 inches to keep. Anyone catching a wiper, even if they do get over 18 inches, I recommend throwing them back. Absolutely. Because they're there, for, they're there to eat the smaller carp, which are the problem of the lake. So you and, think you basically know, around summertime we should be ready to go? Around Dream Extreme time, there might be some legal ones. Oh, that's sweet. That you know, uh, sweet. You just think about it. They're, they're, they're building such a good, good, strong, uh, viable oh, lake yeah. right now. And that's, that's what's really cool is you get out there. I cannot wait to hook into an 18-incher. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I'm not going to touch that. Me, me touch neither. It. But you know what I meant, guys? <laughs> The minute I said that, I went, oh. Yes, yeah, shit. Um, you yeah. know, with the bass with the bass and everything else that they put in there, it's what an incredible experience. You know, people be. forget. I mean, I it's a very good bass action lake. Like just, and catfish, you know. Just. And you got to figure, but you got to figure out that lake. And, and people don't want to put in the time. In fact, uh, you look at like Steve Duncan, who lives nearby, or Rick Kizzy and, and, um, and Judith, they go and they spend the time. On the lake, and once you get it all mapped out, you got an idea. Because here's the key about Lake Elsinore. There's not a lot of structure. So when you do find structure, guess what? That's where you're going to find most of the fish. Uh, the, the bass is, I mean, if you look straight back, okay, from the launch ramp, okay, all the way to the other side of the lake, right around that coast, you'll well, see them nesting. They love to nest there. Yeah, I want you all to go to mid-lake. Yeah, or go to Mid-Lake. You guys all go to Mid-Lake. I'll be somewhere else. Well, you know, <laughs> he, 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 here's the thing, you know. Um, and I, I'm going to make a statement here, and I hope I don't get into too much trouble. But, you know, when I go on the center console all the time at a Freedom Boat Club, okay, I'm constantly being asked, where did you go? Why don't you share? You know, because they have a Freedom Boat Club has a club uh, page and stuff like that. And I'll post our pictures once in a while. And they say, well, that's fine and dandy, but where were you? Yeah. And I'm like, well... Why would I tell you? <laughs> you know, and it's like, I, Steve, I wanted, I wanted this. You know, now we're here, the three, the four of us. Let's discuss that because, you know what? Um, do people understand the amount of time, the amount of money right. that you're putting into it? Because you know, when I take the center console out, I gotta put, I gotta load it up with gas. I've got expenses, bait, etc. And it takes me a long time to motor around and then get the numbers, you know, exactly where I caught the fish. I'll make a note for me. What would motivate me to come back and give you exactly where I was so that you can go and kill my fish? (laughs) You know, um, I know. And it's a tough one because I really want to give away 
where I fish. I, and I'll give them a general area, just not exactly where. And I don't know if I'm being mean or not, or if I'm being protective or, or what. Listen, I can hear the music. Let's go to break. Thank God I was saved by the break. But I, I'd <laughs> love to hear your comments on that and what we should be doing, okay? One thing is to tell them how I caught them. Another thing is where. We'll be right back on Ducks Radio, AM 830 KLA, Angler Chronicles. Goodbye. He was just a hired hand. Working on the dreams he planned to try. Hi, this is Cam Fowler, and you're listening to Ducks Radio, AM 830. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind-in-your-face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, this is Josh Manson, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on Ducks Radio, AM830 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. And uh, let me just go to you guys about my my problem. My problem is I don't want to tell people where I'm fishing. Well, so I'll, who start, wants to, I'll start it off. Uh, you know what? If you, you can't be lazy, you got to go out and do the work. You know, um, you know we're, we want it. We're going we're gonna to teach you and give you the help to catch more fish. That's our... That's our slogan, our motto, but the homework, that's up to you guys. And, and you know, um, hey, just follow us around sometime. <laughs> if you can keep up with Sergio, you deserve it. <laughs> Steve, what do you think? Well, 
you know, the, the, the concept of numbers, quote-unquote, can't see the air quotes on radio, is moderately new, and you can be not rude, and you can say something like, well, where'd you catch him? Well, I caught him at Horseshoe Kelp. Mm-hmm. You know, or I caught him at Huntington Flats. You know, or I caught him at Coronado Islands. You can be vague. In fact, uh, you know, in, in, in those times when I've been, you know, a... Uh, a weekly or more often reporter for various publications. Uh, that's what I tell my sources. I'm like, don't give, don't give me your, the numbers. Don't say, go to the third rock and cast 50 feet, you know, to the right. I'm not asking for that kind of specificity. Just a general area. And um, you know, like a lot of uh, uh, surf fishing spots are pretty transient. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Because with, with changing waves, changing currents, etc., you know they may only be productive for a couple of days or less, or maybe just a few hours. But you still see people that you know that post up reports of uh, of surf fish. They'll completely block out the background to where you can't tell. I mean, it's a beach, but you can't tell anything beyond that. But you can be vague. And then if somebody says. Oh, well, I need to know the exact spot that you can say, well, you know, you're going to have to go down there and look around on your own. That, and that's not being rude. But if you caught your fish in Orange County and you tell them you, oh, I caught it in Oxnard, then, you know, <laughs> I, I, why do I know that Sergio has done that in the past? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Um, you know, that's, that could be pretty rude. Okay, so, so and, and the reason I, I say this is um, it, it is happening more and more to me, okay? And yeah. um, they don't realize I'm for the last four years, I think, that I've been able to go out almost once a week. I've been honing in on, on some areas, and, and, you know, I'm looking for bass, guys. I'm not looking for yellowtail, white sea bass, sheep. That, that happens on its own. Okay, we did go looking for tuna. We did find them. We did go looking for Dorado. We did find them. But that was a couple of years ago or last, last season when it was really nice and out there. But we are targeting bass, either calico or sand bass. That is what we like to go after. So I go looking for spots. Obviously, you're looking for uh, some structure, some kelp. Uh, you're looking for some hard bottom. Um, there's a lot of things that you will learn. Now... Uh, Navionics, so Navionics, whatever it's called, I always pronounce it wrong. That's a new app everybody's using, okay? It gives you an unbelievable contour of the bottom. That should give you the the places where you should fish. It even gives you some pre-populated areas, which are pretty, pretty uh, successful. Now, the rest you have to do on your own. So what I like to do is say, well, you know, I go out there and I catch them either on, you know, a, a double hookup bait or I'll do the big, um, they have a big one that's like three or four ounces, I'll use that. Or I'll use a dropper loop. Um, I like the reverse dropper loop where the weight is above with a longer leader. It keeps me longer, closer to the bottom. Um you know, if there's live squid, I'm sold. You know, if not a good sardine. I mean, all the, the basic things go along with it. And I will definitely tell you how I fish them. But I have a problem giving you exactly the number. I'm being asked for exact numbers, Steve, Andrew, and Ron. And and, and I'm like, I want to give it to them. But that, that, the, the problem is this. Yeah, go ahead. You got, you got to come up with some sort of a glib answer. You know that's that's not rude. Don't say shut up and go find your own. I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, especially you, 
you know, uh, can't can't do that. Right. But, but you got to come up with a glib answer. And and people, especially people that maybe only fish a couple times a year, they don't you know they don't realize that they're they're maybe asking a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. It's what you know, kind of like asking, well, uh, how come your wife's not pregnant? I thought you guys were having going to have a baby. You know, that can be pretty rude. Uh, you know, uh, depending on what the situation is behind the scenes. So, yeah, I, I think people may not realize what they're asking, and you need to come up with you know, it's just something glib and humorous without, you know, without, you know, knocking them back and making them think, oh, God, what a jerk that guy is. <laughs> right. So, the, I mean, tell you what I did. So I, I, I spoke to Andrew Harden because uh, he was asking me the same thing. And, you know, it's that when you, you see the boats go out in the morning, we all go out together. And I told people, hey, if you want to follow me, go ahead, follow me. No big deal. But um, I usually lose them because, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, the AC sled only has two speeds, idle and full throttle. That, that's it. OK, so um, we get out there and we, we come back and people say, oh, you know, the fishing wasn't any good. And then they look at, you know, when the rockfish are around, man, we come back with limits and big lings and all that stuff. And they look at at us, you know. Um, so I, what I decided to do is, 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 and I'll put it out there because the public is will be invited. I'll let you know when. Uh, one of these Saturday afternoons, I'm going to go over there and in the area where Freedom Boat Club is in Huntington Beach, I have a beautiful, like a, like in a mini park. I mean, what would you call that area? They, they got bocce ball and all that stuff there. <clears throat> but there is an area. I'm going to go up there and I would actually give um, a seminar, if you wish, on where uh, the general area, but the tools that you have at your uh, disposal. Because, you know, if we all fish the same area, we're missing out. The areas that I have found are areas that people have not fished. Uh, uh, they're not typical fishing areas. And, you know, over the years, we've gathered information with temperature, tides, um, currents. I mean, you, you just name it, everything has influence. For example, this morning when we got out of the car, there was a little bit of wind, but the wind is warm. Okay, that tells me it's a Santa Ana condition. And so you hear all these red flag warnings, you know, because it's Santa Ana, and you go in the ocean, it's flat calm. Okay, so and we'll talk, you know, I know Danny will be coming in around the 6 o'clock hour, and we use, he and I both use Freedom Boat Club. I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about that. And, and that's one of the best times. It's very calm. It's just great weather out there when it is Santa Ana winds. Does it happen 100% of the time? No, but 90% yes. So I'll let you guys know. I'll, be, I'll do a seminar, show you Navionics, how that works, and what a great tool that, that is. I mean, I, I had it on my phone, and now I have it on a, uh, on a little uh, Samsung pad. Okay, and um, so what do they call those pads? What do they call it? iPad? Well, iPad is, is, is Apple. Um, template. Tablet. 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 So, and I have a little holder there, and it's about the size of the up and down. They go <laughs> one on top of the other, and I know exactly where I'm going, and there's just a lot of information. So, I, again, I, I asked that question out of the blue, you know, out of, out of courtesy. I always tell people, I'm in this area. And then they, they get more upset that I tell them where the area is than if I just told them it was out mid-ocean, okay? Because you know, isn't that enough for you if I tell you, you like, like Steve said, horseshoe area? But that's not you know, enough you know, for Sergio, about, about that whole thing, um, I'm, I'm a, I, I do it by species, if that makes any sense. 
So, like, let's say, you know, if I go out with buddies or we go out on a boat, whatever, and we find a good white sea bass bite, I'm going to keep that information myself, to be honest. I'll say a general area like what you're doing. But if I'm going out for, like, stock trout and somebody asks me, hey, where would you get those fish? I'm With stock trout, I'm like, I'm, I was here by, by Ron was saying, the third rock, casting 40 feet out. This is what I was using. It's because, you know, you kind of base it on that. Like, you're kind of a little bit more protective over certain fish like you are, you know, for bass, you know, than you would be for, like, stock trout. But well, one thing I have noticed, you know, f- fishing with you a couple times, it's not just so much the area. Like, I mean, you can literally, you know, pull up your tablet and tell people, this is where I caught the fish. Even though you tell them that, they don't think, okay, well, you know, that spot is probably only 10 feet wide. Right. I mean, by the time you pull up to the spot, I mean, there's times that I'm on the boat with you, and you circle this spot three to four times, and, you know, we're waiting just to get that perfect drift because you're going to get a minute or two minutes to fish that spot. And there could be fish there, but as soon as you're off of it, you're out. And it's like a lot of people, I don't think they understand that. You know, it's not like, oh, you know, go to the uh, um, go to the Iser's Reef. That's where the fish are. No, you know, some of your spots, they're so small, and it's like, it's holding fish, but even if you tell people where it's at, they're they're not going to understand. Yeah, and you know what? Well, one time I did tell somebody exactly where, and they came back. Oh, you gave me bad numbers, <laughs> and I felt I felt worse. Yeah. I felt like you know, just a general <laughs> area. You're right. You know, um, when you go on the center console as a private boater, I don't like to anchor in 120 feet because nobody wants to pull the the chain. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, I don't think I have <laughs> much line <laughs> on the on the anchor, so we. We drifted, and I, I I love drift fishing um, because you get to cover a, a greater area. But the point is, are you going when you drift? Are you go over or not over? And all these things are things that must be learned by practice. You, you just got to go out there and do it. What I love, and before I forget, I just got a text from the sheriff himself, and you know he said that I think this is the key. He says, when asked where did you catch those fish. You say right in the corner of the mouth. <laughs> well, you know, I, it, I don't have a problem. Like, I don't have a problem if we're going for stock fish. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you right where I am. I mean, because they're going to keep putting fish in. Right. Uh, it's it's when you're out there in yeah. Because I haven't heard them stocking the ocean in quite a while. <coughs> it's been a while. Well, different species, yes, but uh, not quite. Right. Yeah. So so with all due respect, guys, um, when you ask me, and you're welcome to ask me, I will give you an area. It's kind of hard to give you an exact number. If you want to come fishing with me, but we'll try to figure something out. Or I'll try to go out with you on your boat. But uh, just keep in mind the, the, these spots. They hold fish, um, but a certain number of fish. And if we, there's a lot of people that like to go out and catch them and eat them, which is fine. You're more than welcome to do that. But then that's one less fish that's in the area. And when you're looking at a, Steve, what's a four, five, or six pound sand bass? What do you think the age of that thing is? Uh, sand bass, not as old as calico bass. Probably, probably, probably three or four years old. Uh, calico that that size is probably more like 15 years old. Okay, so you say a sand bass grows a lot faster. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I didn't know that. I thought they they both uh, very slow growing. Remember, it takes seven years for a calico bass to get to 12 inches. Think about that. Okay. Yeah. And for the sand bass, we used to think it was five years to get to 12 inches. 
but you know maybe you know now now we got more science maybe it's old science that I had but you know I'm a catch and release guy you know I'm do not prefer to eat fish I like to that I always say the day that I can catch an Aberdeen or an Angus I will definitely fillet it okay uh, I like beef uh, <laughs> so I'm a catch and release guy so with uh, I'm a I'm sending an apology in advance um, sorry I don't give you the exact place but I think part of the fun of going out there and making the adventure is finding your own fish you'll you'll hear a lot of the the the, the boat captains say hey we love finding our own fish and I think that's key all right, so, man, did we go on a tangent or what? All right, Andrew, uh -huh. I think I interrupted you. We were at Lake Elsinore, okay? We were at uh, Mid-Lake by the Brush. <laughs> All right, so hold on tight. We're going to take this short break, and when we come back, uh, we'll talk uh, some more. All right? Angler Chronicles, Ducks Radio. We'll be back. Say I'm sorry. Hold it now and watch the hood wink. Does it make you stop think? You'll think you're looking at Aquaman. I summon fish to the dish, although I like the shallow Swiss. I like the sushi because it's never touch a frying pan. Hot like wasabi when I bust rhymes. Speak like Leanne rhymes because I'm all about value. Bert Campers got the mad hits. You try to match wits. You try to hold me but a bust through. Gonna make a break and take a fake. I like a sink and ache and shake. I like vanilla. It's a fine. Hi, this is Josh Manson, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Ducks Radio AM 830, KLAA. The first time we did it, I was scared to death. She snuck out in that cotton dress. Jumped on in and we drove to the lake. Put her hand on my knee and said, I can't wait. I had everything we needed in the bed of my truck. Turns out my baby loves to fish. She wants to do it all the time. Welcome back, everybody. You're on Ducks Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. That was a little gift to you, Andrew. Andrew? Yep. What was that? Sorry. That was a little gift to you. A fishing song. 
<laughs> and <laughs> you got a new pickup pick truck. So it's all good. Yep. All right. So uh, just to give everybody an update, I've already got plenty of emails <laughs> and, and social media <laughs> messages and text messages on what I should or should not do concerning that. Maybe I shouldn't have opened that can of worm. No, Ron's always shaking his head at me. He goes, why do you poke a sleeping bear? And he tells it. But anyway, um, it is what it is. I will gladly share whatever I find, just not exactly where. The general area, I think, is fair. Okay. All right, Andrew, let's, let's go ahead and, and, and continue. Um, as far as Lake Elsinore, I know it's been a little bit cold, but you've been. we've had these little beats uh, of... Santa Ana winds. Are you outside? Yeah, I'm actually uh, at Mountain Lakes walking up to the spot right now. Is it blowing? Yeah, it's it's blowing pretty good up here. Yeah, we could hear it in the microphone. Yeah, we could hear it on your, on your your phone. Yeah, see, these Santa Ana conditions will change, I think. Uh, Steve, how bad does uh, barometric pressure uh, affect fresh water? I know it affects salt water. Fresh water. Well, it, it, it affects, how do I put this properly, wild fish quite a bit. I would say stock trout or stock catfish or anything like that that's, that's been in the lake for three days before you catch them, uh, I tend to doubt that it affects them very much. It, it didn't seem to, to do anything. Uh, again, when I really used to like watch it every day in the Irvine Lake days, it didn't seem to do anything to the stock fish. It definitely affected uh, especially the bass. Ah, very good. All right. All right. So uh, it's blowing. It's blowing hard. Um, I just find it, you know, it's going to be a warmer weekend, which is nice. And um, is there any rain in the forecast, Ron? No? You don't know anything? Anybody? Not right now. Rain rain helps. uh, Rain and cold helps the trout. Uh, The warmer water obviously helps the bass and the catfish. Bass fishing right now, uh, very extremely spotty. Extremely spotty. But, you know, at Lake Elsinore, you can catch a lot of catfish. Oh, my, is that place full of catfish. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> yeah, Lake Elsinore is pretty good. Um, one lake that actually just stocked trout for the first time, I would say, in a year is uh, Pudding Stone. And uh, oh. they just had a safe stock. Uh, and, uh, I mean, they're, they're state stockers, so, you know, they're 12 to maybe 13 inches, but... It's pretty uh, pretty good lake to fish over there. Yeah, it's a great place to take the kids. You know, like uh, I know Mile Square Park, you know, it's a great place to go. I know people are constantly fishing there. Uh, how often do they stock Mile Square Park? Do you know, Andrew? Uh, yeah, actually, Mile Square Park, uh, they're stocking uh, the twenty the week of the 24th to the 27th. Twenty-seven. Okay. They stock in about every three weeks or so. Okay, there you go. So you know, grab a kid, take them, you have a, a good time. All right, Ron, you got a weather report? I do. What do you got? It's supposed to rain today. Rain today? Yep. At 7 a.m., it's supposed to be 60% chance, and it's 40, 60, 40. Okay. What we want is all the rain concentrated then, over Mountain Lakes yeah, and, top, and, and just, just on top of Andrew. That's it. Yeah, and then where we live, up in our area, it's 80% chance. So, uh, yes, there is rain in our forecast. Oh, okay. There you go. And I can't see with the wind. I no, the wind, well, you know, the, I felt Not the Santa wind. Anna. Gonna, yeah. yeah, Santa Ana. Yeah. It's no, it's crazy. Santa Ana, I know, but it's. It, I've never seen it rain during the Santa Ana wind. Yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. All right, Andrew, anything else you want to share with us? Um, let's see. So from there, uh, over in uh, Coachella Valley, you have uh, Lake Coahuila. Again, uh, um, Lake Coahuila is that lake that, you know, that the locals and everybody continue to 
you know, try to keep open. Um, mm-hmm. They are scheduled to keep stocking until March 8th. Um, and then they do have their uh, their uh, uh, fishing derby on February 5th for the DBO uh, club out there. Um, but it's, uh, I mean, I, I, I hope to see this lake stay open because it seems like a lot of people love it. They love to take their families there. I mean, even throughout summertime, you know, when it's, when it's hot, I mean, they're catching catfish. In the winter, they're catching, uh, um, you know, uh, a trout. And then uh, they do get the occasional bass out of there as well. Hmm. Um, so definitely, definitely want to see that place stay open. Um, but other than that, uh, you have a San Diego area like uh, Santee Lakes. Uh, they're actually stocking. Uh, um, they stocked yesterday, so today would probably be the first chance to go get those trout. Um, and then from there, you got like Poway, Lake Jennings. Um, you know, all those lakes are doing pretty good uh, right now. Uh, as far as for bass, um, I've heard Lake Havasu actually out there in Arizona has been hmm. doing good for small and largemouth, wow. as well as the sledges too. They're getting a lot of. Uh, a lot of shad close in, um, and what's cool about that lake, because it's connected to the Colorado River, you can actually throw a cast net, you know, a couple months out of the year, um, so you can get these live shad, and that's, I mean, you get some of those, and you're talking instant striper fishing, I mean, insane, you know, bass fishing and, and all that good stuff. Um, right. And then, uh, you know, and then from there, uh, I know Steve likes to talk about this lake a lot, Lake uh, Amador. Um, you know, again, remember, in uh, September, October time, they're going to be releasing that new strain of trout, the blue trout. Um, they don't have an official name. I, I, I have, I'm assuming they're going to call it probably Ama Blues or something like that, because they always throw that that Amador, you know, halfway in the name like they do with their their uh, lightnings. They call it Ama Gold. Um, so look about September, October for those to be released. Um, on top of, I mean, right now they're stocking, you know, anywhere from a thousand to fifteen hundred pounds of fish every week and. They have cut bows, they have rainbows, and the amigals that are going in. Um, and then, you know, then we're going to go a little bit farther north and finish it up with uh, good old Pyramid Lake in Nevada. This is not Pyramid Lake off the 5 freeway. This is Nevada, the home of the Lahotian cutthroat trout. Um, I know that uh, uh, Chad from Hookup Baits has been going there every couple weeks, um, and a bunch of guys actually, and they've been getting big, big fish from like anywhere from 10 to 20 pounds. You know, on, on uh, and remember, this lake is barbless only and scent, uh, no scent at all. So I, I personally recommend, you know, letting everything go because, I mean, Steve, have you heard the Lahotian story of how they were extinct for a while? Or not extinct, but they were out of the lake. And it's, it's kind of a cool story to hear how they found the strain of fish in one little creek and they were able to bring this whole species back in like the early 2000s. Well, that that's more applicable to uh, the Lake Tahoe. The same the same strain was was present in both lakes, and they were never really out of Pyramid completely, but they were out of Tahoe completely for like a hundred years. And uh, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, um, Pyramid was kind of out there, and and there were people fishing it, but but not that many for a long time. But of course, Tahoe was heavily developed. And they actually had a commercial fishery, and they wiped the species out. That was the native species in Tahoe. And then they, you're, you're correct, they found them in one little creek on an, on an obscure ranch that was the original pure strain, and they, and they brought them back. I'm a little bit worried. So far, it hasn't happened. But when stuff like this happens, um, I'm a little bit worried that they might try something like um, a wiping out the other non-native species of trout, like brown trout and lake trout and whatever in Tahoe, and or 
saying you can't fish in Tahoe because you might catch one of these. Uh, so far, it hasn't happened, but you know what? The way the world goes these days, you can't discount that it could happen. Yeah, so true, so true. All right. Okay. All right, Andrew. Anything else, my friend? Um, that's it. I mean, you know, as far as uh, the Sierras go, uh, they are still getting them out of uh, the Owens River and uh, Pleasant Valley. Um, those are, you know, two of the spots that really never close to fishing. Um, they do have some special regulations, though, like barbless and catch and release, you know, stuff like that. But other than that, I mean, that's kind of the, the word right now is freshwater is, you know, trout's the way to go. Um, if you're going to, you know, looking for those wintertime bass, uh, you're definitely going to find them in deeper structure, but everything is going to be finesse fishing really slow you know you want to find some structure there and just kind of bounce whatever you're doing right on top of them and sure enough they get picked up all right but, excellent. Uh, other, all right listen i think i got less than a minute but let me let me go ahead and leilani and get me um jonathan skinner uh, good morning jonathan i've got about a minute so what's up bud oh nothing much just want to say good morning to you guys i heard you talking about uh lake elsinore so really appreciate that and uh, i love danny jackson's uh answer to where you catch the fish that, that, that's pretty awesome but yeah, um, we're, we're looking at, at getting some stocking coming up here pretty soon getting ready for the Dream Extreme Fishing Derby coming up in May and the Kids Fishing Derby coming up in June so just want to say good morning good morning Ron, good morning uh, Steve and, and uh, Andrew Mac Daddy Mac and of course the man Sergio well listen you drive, I know you're driving up to Palmdale right now so be careful on the drive, and uh, good luck up there. I know you can't fish it yet, but you'll get a nice view of the layout of the land. Make sure that Brett takes you around, because it really is a cool, cool place. And then maybe you can join us for the opener. Okay, you come out and just fish with us at the, at the dock. You'll be a member at that point. Hey, Jonathan, on your way down, why do you stop in Mountain Lake? And you can fish. I'm thinking about, I'm, I'm thinking about actually, I put my rods in the, in the, in the, in the car. Just in case a lake pops up on the way back. All right. Well, listen, I got a minute. You guys have each other's phone numbers. Talk to each other. I got about, like I said, less than a minute to go. So, Jonathan, I want to thank you for calling in. Uh, lake Elsinore is our, 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 our favorite place. It's a staycation for me. I try to go there at least once a month and just hang out for the weekend. So, great place. We all fish it. We love it. Drive safely, please, okay? And um, uh, enjoy that area. And then uh, let me know if you hook up with, with Andrew up in Mountain Lakes. That'd be funny to see the two of you together there. Okay? So, Andrew, go ahead and sign off. Jonathan, thank you for calling in. I've got the sheriff on the line. Uh, we're going to take uh, the, the first hour break. This is uh, Ducks Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Look up here. Take time to make time. Getting your guaranteed maximum refund with TaxLayer feels like saddling up and chasing down. Look at that sweet fula! That big old cash cow. File for free with TaxLayer Simply Free and get your guaranteed maximum refund. TaxLayer. File fearlessly. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond and Buffalo. 
and Maria in Miami, Jules in Minneapolis, and Stan in central Indiana, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with experienced branch staff at over 250 locations so you get the product you're looking for. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Ducks Radio AM 830, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Your flagship station for Anaheim Ducks hockey. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to our number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody, on Ducks Radio, AM 830-KLAA. And I know this guy would prefer me to say Angels Radio versus Ducks Radio, but it's the time of the year. But let me tell you something. The Jig Slinger, he's coming up, and he's getting ready to throw that thing. There's a lot of patties in the area that I can see, and you know he's going to hook up. I've seen him do it. I've seen him do it on Big Yellowtail. But it's duck season. All right. So what do you think, Ron? It's ducks season. I don't know. Oh, no. It's not you, baseball time yet. I just got through telling him that this is a rare occurrence. We have three teams in the West. First, second, and third. You have the uh, Vegas. You have the Ducks. And you have the Kings all one, two, and three. That is very rare. But it ain't baseball. It's okay. Baseball's right. coming up. Walking in from center field without further ado, the sheriff and jig slinger himself, Mr. Danny Jackson. Hey, uh, well, good morning, Sergio. Okay. Yeah, I've got a lot of You made me laugh. You, you, you made me laugh California. this morning. You made I, me laugh this morning. How did morning. I do that? How with did a, I do that? With the corner of the mouth. That is the perfect answer. Well, you know, let me tell you what I, where I first heard that. This was probably 30 years ago, fishing with my dad. In North, he was a bass fisherman, lived in northwest Arkansas, and we'd be having breakfast with some of his cronies and, and a local uh, greasy spoon there. And uh, if you asked anybody where they caught their fish the day before, they would put their finger in the corner of their mouth and say, right there in the corner of the mouth. <laughs> and that's, that's all you would get. But, you know, what, what, you, you guys are talking about the term mid-lake. You know, reminds me um, when Steve and I both worked uh, for Irvine Lake. This is going back a few years. Uh, Jimmy Getty used to turn in his reports, and he would always say, good trout fishing, mid-lake. Uh, that was a kind of a catch-all phrase, you know. So, but anyway, that it doesn't tell you much. But uh, they were in the lake, I guess. That's about all it, it tells you. But uh, you know, you were talking earlier there about, um, um, you know, spots and when people ask for spots. You know, that Facebook group for Freedom Boat Club. Uh, one time and what not long ago, someone asked because well, you and I were fishing the the 150. We've been doing mm -hmm. pretty well on some rockfish and sculping and other things. But um, they asked, you know, where were you fishing? And I tried to explain that it was a, a, a woman, actually, Anglerette. And I told her, I, I said, you know, the, the 150 is a general area, okay? it's You don't get numbers, one number for the 150. It's a general area. I said, it's an area, look on it, get your Navionics app. You know, every, private boaters really need that. You and I live by it. 
but uh, it's west of the uh, mid-channel oil rigs. And you meter around. You start when you start catching fish. Mark it, okay. In a few trips, you'll have a lot of numbers. Mm-hmm. But of course, rockfish, you know, they move around. But anyway, that's uh, that's that's the big deal, you know. Is uh, See, we, fish, mark. And, you know, with the exception of, like, our situation, you you go out, I go out, we will share numbers because, you know, and we're friends, right? But um, the problem that I have is I have given specific numbers out maybe twice, and both times it didn't pan out. And these people actually thought I was steering them in the wrong direction. And I'm going, no, I've caught yeah, fish right. there all the time. Well, and, and then uh, I try to tell them, you know, that if you look at the, the way the, the fish is shaped, at the end of the fish, the back end, there's this tail. And if he happens to move it, he moves. So it's very possible he moved his tail and he moved. Okay. Have you, did you try 10 feet that way, 20 feet the other way? Did you meter around? Did you, did you circle them? I mean, there's so many little things that we do to find the fish and i know you do the same type of fishing i do we don't like to anchor at all okay so we we drifted and you've got to pay attention which way the current's going which way the wind's going and if you got them going the wrong way together oh man you know you got to see which way you are drifting so that you try to get it right over the spot so yeah there's a lot of things that we do that it's kind of hard to explain um, but a general area, I think that should suffice. Yes. Well, it 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 really absolutely it really should. And you know, every day is different. Some days you get more than others, and and some days we'll put in a half a day, Sergio, and and get a handful of fish. And uh, you know, we, we like to post them on Facebook. And uh, but anyway, people think, well, it's going to be just a, a bonanza right there, you know. But uh, it's not always like that. You work for your fish. People have to understand that. You work for every, in most cases, you work for every fish you catch. Anyway, I want to get right into the television for tomorrow, Sergio. Okay. Because uh, we have a very, very special episode. Uh, it's actually an episode, the, 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 the base episode is one we've aired before. It's a Telly Award winner, actually, one of our uh, many uh, Telly Award winning uh, programs on Angler Chronicles. It's called Fish for Life. It's uh, it, it's aboard the Dana Pride out of Dana War Sport Fishing, and of course Jim Holden, uh, the founder of, of Fish for Life, is there along with all of the special the special needs kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's heartwarming just to watch this episode and watch these kids catch fish and enjoy the the festivities and and so most of the of the episode is that, uh, which is good in itself. But I built for the end of this episode. The tail end, uh, a, um, I, I, w- I call it a tribute to uh, Captain Don Hansen, who, of course, we most people know we lost here a couple of weeks ago. So it's a tribute to Don. I, in doing this, you know, I did a lot of research, and I, I didn't know. Uh, I've, I've talked with Don a few times. I didn't know him real well personally like you guys. But uh, he, st- he actually started off back in the 50s, early 50s, uh, running boats off of the end of the San Clemente Pier. Well, guess what? That's where I started. My dad used to take me there, and we'd go down the stairs at the end of, end of the pier and get yanked aboard the boats, <laughs> and uh, and that's where we that's how we went fishing. And Don Hansen uh, had boats there, uh, and he had a little operation with some photographs, uh, old photographs of his operation at the end of the pier. And so, of course, from there, 
the rest of history. Of course, he moved into uh, Dana Dana Marina there, Dana Wharf, and uh, the Dana Harbor, and it, and it became Dana Wharf Sport Fishing. And, and of course, I love their operation there now. And Donna, you know, does such a fine job. But this this episode tomorrow, Sergio, is a tribute uh, to uh, Captain Don Hansen. You know, we're going to miss him. He's done so much for the industry. Um, I mean, he's been an innovator. He's been a uh, 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 you know, plugging away for all of us to keep this industry going. So it's a tribute to him. It will air tomorrow. Actually, Valley uh, is running it uh, back-to-back tomorrow morning. It's running at 8.30 on Valley Sports West, and then again at 9 a.m. on Valley uh, Sports SoCal HD, which, of course, is the old uh, uh, Fox Prime ticket, so same same channels as before. So it'll air twice tomorrow and then three times more during the week. So I just hope everybody gets a chance to watch this very special Fish for Life and Captain Don Hansen tribute video, video uh, Sergio episode. Today. Yeah, you know, um, it's funny how, you know, he was probably the captain of one of the boats you were going out with your dad. You know? Oh, he probably was. You know, yeah. and it's... You know, a, and he's done so much. And, you know, we look at him, you know, obviously he founded Dana Wharf uh, Sport Fishing. He was the founder, and he's had boats there. But the things that not so known about him is he had the same likes that I in the way I do. I mean, he had a thing about children, you know, wanted to make sure that the children were taken care of. And um, when you see this episode and you see the Fish for Life program, it's all special needs kids. Okay, and he was also a yeah, huge supporter yeah. of Friends of Rollo. You know, uh, he was the founder of the whale watching in Southern California. I mean, there was just so many things that this man was involved with that people don't know. So I think this was the right. perfect tribute. And when you approached me and said, hey, you know, we should do this. And I said, you know, you've got total license. Go. Okay, so you guys going to see a work of art by, by Danny Jackson. And truly a great episode. It will... You'll see what Fish for Life is all about and why we should be supporting programs such as that. And at the same time, we spend a, a, quite a bit of time there honoring a great man, an icon, a legend, a captain, a godfather to many. Okay, and I mean that in the in, in a good way of the Godfather. Okay, he really cared about the people around him, and he loved kids. So, very dear to my heart. So, huge tribute. Well, you know, Sergio. Yeah. Just just real quick. You know, you actually interviewed Don uh, in this episode, and he talks about the kids. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's one thing that uh, Don Hanson and and you, Sergio, Angler Chronicles, Ron Hobbs, everyone have in common. And that's the love for children and, and helping them get a start in sport fishing, trying to bring them into sport fishing. In, um, like, and, and, and you guys have done that and, and continue to do that. So it's very important. And, yes, that's, that was very important to Captain Don Hanson, getting the children involved. Well, thank you. And you did a fantastic job, Danny, fantastic job. I got to see it. Awesome. I will let everybody know that uh, in addition to that, you've got another episode coming up. Uh, we've got a whole string of episodes coming up. So they, they're, oh, yeah. they're coming. In. in fact, if I'm not mistaken, the first of two Ocean Odyssey episodes is coming out here very, very shortly. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And, right. and then we'll have uh, two that I can think of is Cedros Island 
Another one is Van Warmer Resorts. We went back in September. Right. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then we have another yeah. Ocean Odyssey and so much more. And um, so, you know, went uh, went to Cedros with Baja Fishing Convoys, Orchid. In fact, we'll be talking to Orchid here very, very shortly. So, um, Danny, thank you, my friend. Okay. Thank yeah. you for putting that together. And it really is a heartwarming episode. It really is heartwarming. I'm looking forward to it. And hope everybody can catch that tomorrow morning. All, all right. right. You guys all have a great weekend. Okay. All right. Thanks, Orchid. I mean, thanks, Danny. I've got Orchid on the line. When we come back, we'll yeah. talk to her. Folks, you're on Ducks Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. AMA 30, KLAA. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Fishing fanatics will love a value-packed membership in Freedom Boat Club. For only a one-time entry fee and low monthly dues, you can access offshore fishing boats, walk-arounds, bow riders, pontoons, and cruisers at Freedom Boat Club of Huntington Beach and San Diego, plus 950 boats at nearly 100 locations nationwide. Hook up with Freedom Boat Club and get three months free on all new memberships. Call 888-781-7363. That's 888-781-7363. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Ducks Radio AMA 30, KLAA. Baja California knows how to party. So let me welcome with that Orchid Martinez from, say it, Baja Fishing Convoys. Good morning, Orchid. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, boys. How are you today? Very good. You better say boys. thank you for to the singer who gave California once the party. He's at Baja California, which is really good. That, yeah. Yeah, he's... he's <laughs> I think uh is it who was that? Tupac? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's right. All right, so <laughs> let, let me do this uh, a little bit better here. It's uh, this is Orkin Martinez from uh, Baja Fishing Convoys, uh, who be, you know really has been our a Baja guru. We've been going to Cedros with you for a few years now, and had the pleasure of, of filming down there with, with, with one of your excursions. And you've done a, such a fantastic job that Ron and I said, "Hey, we want to try new places. What else you got?" Yeah. So you put together a trip to Bahia de los Ángeles, okay? We'll mm -hmm. be going there. Bay of L.A., Bola for some of you. Um, we'll be going there, I believe it's June 2nd or 6th. When is it? We're, it's the 2nd to the 6th uh -huh. um, of June. Okay. Yes. So, That's a five-day trip, 
and uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's a really good trip. Very popular trip. Yes, and um, what we're looking for is Yellowtail. Um, there's Dorado. There's also Grouper. All right, so. Uh huh. Things you know, you know. When I say I'm a bass fisherman, you know, you tell me there's grouper there too, <laughs> cabrilla. I mean cabrilla, but not cabrilla yeah. like calico bass. True cabrilla. Okay, so there's a lot right. of good stuff that um, we're going to be navigating there. So it's Bay of LA for June second through the sixth. Is there still room for our party? There sure is. There's still a. Uh, uh, space available and guys if you guys want to sign up you definitely want to start doing it now because uh, now that convention season is starting a lot of people are taking up the space yeah and it's not an expensive place at all it's about half the price of going to cedras okay so it, it, it's it's a great uh, great escape okay so uh, the phone number so that you guys know that i want you to call is 619-483-7315 um, mm-hmm. One more time, 619-683-7315. If not, just go to Baja Fishing Convoys on Facebook. Uh, you can put it on the Internet. You, you'll get there. It's BajaFishingConvoys.com, okay? And you'll be able to see all the information. And then we are going to film this particular trip, okay? So if you want to come hang out with us, it's a small group, so... Come have fun with us. Um, what are the, the main catches over there in Bay of LA still is yellowtail, right? Uh, we do a lot of yellowtail. During June, we have amazing uh, uh, Wachinango fishing. So um, they get really big, and they're a lot of fun. And they're down there with the yellowtail and the grouper. You know, it's 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 a lot of it's a mixed pot when you go fishing in Bay of LA. Okay, Wachinango. The species count there is amazing. Wachinango, red the pargo. Thank you. So pargo fishing is really cool, and it's very tasty, extremely tasty. So oh, yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah. So, yeah. This is one of the destinations where where we actually drive our cook down with us, mm-hmm. and you know you bring that fish in, and she'll she'll cook it up real nice for you. All right. So that's by Little Sanchez. I think mm-hmm. is it right around fourteen hundred dollars per person. Yep, it's 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 thirteen ninety five a person. Mm-hmm. The deposit requirements just three hundred bucks, and the balance isn't due till about a month before you go. And we take all major credit cards, checks, cash. You know, um, yeah. So you got you 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 take care of the five. It's a five day trip. You take care of all the transportation mm-hmm. from San Diego. Mm-hmm. It's three days mm-hmm. of fishing. Meals and beverages are included. Uh, lodging, right. fishing, freeze. Mm-hmm. In other words, uh, getting your your fillets back home is good as well. Yeah. Um, the only thing I imagine doesn't include would be what alcohol and tips. Alcohol tips. You got to make sure you have a Mexican fishing license. I don't include those in the package because. A lot of our guests already have it, mm-hmm. so yes, we do have a link on our on our website where you can actually go and purchase your Mexican fishing license directly as well. Yeah, and it's not expensive at all. It's probably, I want to say, two thirds of the cost of an American, uh, the U the California fishing license. So, and then that's good all year long. So, if you go on a on a boat like uh, you know any overnight boat out of San Diego that goes into Mexican waters, it would be good. Okay, so that's mm-hmm. Bay of LA. What I want you, what I need mm-hmm. you to do right now for me, Orchid, is just sit tight because I want to talk about Gonzaga Bay. I want to talk about Mag Bay. I want to talk about possibly Loreto, uh-huh. a lot of other uh-huh. other things. But I've got 
I've got to go to Steve Phelps from uh, Long Beach Sport Fishing, and so he can get in his report. Uh, can Leilani? Can we go ahead and get uh, Steve uh, Phelps dialed in? Uh, Long Beach Sport Fishing, home of the El Dorado, the Victory, the Aran, and Good Morning. Uh, I, I'm not going to do it. Good morning, Steve Phelps. Hey, good morning, guys. Good Ron morning. wants me to make fun of you. I said no. I, Ron, I find that hard to believe. That's Ron not true. Put that ice I, away. I, I didn't believe it. I didn't. Don't believe do that, it, Ron. No, thank you, Steve. No, we were driving here, and he goes, "We, we got to stop by uh, the liquor store." I said, "What for?" He goes, "Buy a bag of ice, so we have it ready for when Steve calls." Uh-huh. Check that out. We drove alone. <laughs> With masks on. <laughs> anyway, all right, Stevie, talk to us, bud. All right, we uh, let's start out with the victory. Uh, your last chance to get on the victory, guys, until March first. They are going down for maintenance. Your last chance until March first is Monday, MLK Day, and it is a sixty-five dollar day if you prepay through the website. And we also added tomorrow, Sunday, as a sixty-five dollar trip. Uh, so. If you book through the website, you must prepay. So you guys go out and get out and get a limit of sculpin before the victory shuts down for their maintenance, and they depart tomorrow and Monday at 6 a.m., return between 4 and 5 p.m. All right. Sounds good to me. Okay, we love the victory. All right. Uh, what else you got going on? Uh, we got the Aura on. They've been fishing the sand abs. They've been... Uh, They've been averaging around 80 or 90 per person, so the guys are filling their buckets about three-quarters of the way. So uh, if you guys like to go out and load up on Sandab, they will be running Sandab Wednesday through Sunday until March 1st, and they'll switch over to half-day and uh, full-day island on certain days. Uh, the boat leaves at 9 a.m., returns at 5 p.m. It's uh, $85 per person, prepaid to the website, and limited to 28 guys. Um, our website is longbeachsportfishing.com. There's a little book online tab at the top of the page. Click that. If you don't have an account, set yourself up an account. Uh, if you have any issues, give us a call at 562-432-8993. All right. Let me, let me ask a question. I haven't sand dab fished in, well, probably 15, 20 years, but they are very, very tasty. Let me ask you this. Have the rules changed or not? Steve Carson, jump in. Um can you, in the old days, we used to take some of those owner uh, sabiki rigs, you know, with, with four, four hooks, so they were a little sturdier, and we'd put five, six of them in line and send them down with that multiple hooks. Can you still use multiple hooks like that to catch sand dab? Oh, yeah. Most guys fish, you know, fish 10 hooks or so. Uh, we do have nice quality sand dab rigs at the landing. Oh, okay, good. Make sure you... Make sure you guys have a rod that can handle, you know, uh, one to two pounds of lead. And, um, yeah, bring a bucket. Be all good. Excellent. Excellent. All right, Steve, one more time. The uh, phone number and website. The phone number is 562-432-8993, and the website is longbeachsportfishing.com. One more time. You got two more trips, Sunday and Monday. Monday is a holiday, guys. Remember that. It's Martin Luther King Day. Uh, for 65 bucks, you can go out on the on the three-quarter day and go load, load up. I love it. Love it. Love it. Steve, thank you very much, my friend, for calling in. And I promise, um, you know, I'll take care of Ron here, making fun with the ice. He's shaking his ice. 
Hey, unless something happens, Steve, uh, we will have Taco Tuesday. So. Oh, okay, excellent. Combine Taco Tuesday. I heard you like to. Uh, Steve makes Taco Tuesday last until one thirty in the morning, which is kind of cool. <laughs> Only if cool. Ron's there. Oh yeah, Ron. Ron will be there with Mike in hand. He loves to sing, so it's all good. All right, and thank he's really you. Really good. He's really good. Excellent, excellent. I still haven't heard him. I had my chance to hear him. I was outside. <laughs> all right, Steve, you be good. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good day. All right, thanks, Steve. All right, let me go back to Orchid. And, Orchid, we were talking about the Bay of LA trip that we've got going with you. We are going to film it. How many people are in our group? Uh, we can take uh, one um, in, on the uh, Bay of LA trip. It's yeah. 12 people. 12 people. So you'll be one of 12. We've got, what, three people per panga? Yes, we generally do three uh, people per panga. Yes. Okay, so three people per panga. These pongas are the bigger pongas, right? They're about, what, 24 to 28 feet? Yes, they are about 27, 28 foot pongas. Well, pongas uh, are really nice pongas, uh, comfortable with the T-top. Uh, they've got a nice ice chest on there and a live bait well, too. Excellent. And again, so if you want to come load up with us on the Yellowtail, possibly some Dorado. or and This is Gulf of Mexico fishing. Badia de los Angeles is uh, almost halfway down uh, on the inside. So if you look at Cedros, if you know where Cedros is, if you made a almost a straight line <laughs> slightly, yeah, slightly north, you'd be right there. So um, it's a great place. It's south of Gonzaga Bay. Uh, north of Mulligay, all right? So uh, Loretto's further down and La Paz all the way down. So anyway, so um, looking forward to Bay of LA. If people want to join us, what is the phone number one more time or the website? Go ahead and give it out, Rorkin. Okay. Okay, my, so my phone number is 619-483-7315. And, uh, or you can email me at orchid at BajaFishingConvoys.com. That's orchid like the flower. Very good. Very phone good. Number again. What's the phone number again? It's 619-483-7315. Okay, that's for Bay of LA. Now, in addition to Bay of LA, and like I said, we'll be going there in June, the first week of June, Gonzaga Bay. Okay, talk to me oh, about yeah. that one. Gonzaga Bay. Actually, is, hold on, Orchid. Hold on, Orchid. Sure. I can hear the music. It means I got to go to a break here. Ah, when okay. we come back, we'll talk about Gonzaga Bay and Mag Bay. This is Ducks Radio AM830 KLAA. This is Zangler Chronicles with Steve, Ron, myself, and Orchid. We'll be right back. Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. 
Hello, I'm Chef Brie, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Ducks Radio, AM 830, KLAA. Come on, sing it on. A truckload, a a truckload, a GMC. No, 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 no. A Ram, sorry. Dodge Ram. Well, I'm not a truck guy. You're good. All right, Orchid. You still there with me? Yes, sir. All right. All right. So, uh, again, we're with Orchid Martinez of uh, uh, Baja Fishing Convoys. Uh, we just talked about Bay of LA and the trip that we will go, Angler Chronicles. It is June 2nd through the 6th. It's $1,395. Uh, call her at 619-483-7315 or Baja Fishing Convoys and get on that trip. We will film it for an episode for 2022. Okay, we said that. Mm-hmm. Now, moving up there, you got Gonzaga Bay. Tell me about Gonzaga Bay. Gonzaga Bay is a wonderful little destination, also on the Sea of Cortez, just north of Bay of L.A. But what we've found here is amazing grouper fishing. So what we do is, is that this is another destination where we drive you down and we stay at this private little house on the beach. Um, I just take six, six lucky people and a couple of pongas and we take our cook down and we feed you and you go fishing and you fish you fish Baja like you know you true like you were, you did it sixty years ago. You feel like you're no you're the only ones on Earth and on the ocean when you're on the boat. And yeah, the, the grouper fishing here is pretty amazing. I must say, they just live there. And the boat captains that we use uh, pretty much know have a very interesting way to fish for grouper, which is completely different than Bay of LA, and it's just north of Bay of LA. Mm-hmm. But they know they're there. And they just have this like this perfect knack to catch them. And yeah, well, we've never you know, caught so many grouper on one trip. Yeah, I always say, uh-huh. you know, fishing with the locals, there's nothing better than that because they know exactly what's going on. Let me bring oh, Steve yeah. in here. Yeah. Steve, have you ever been to uh, Gonzaga Bay? Fished no, it? I have not. Sounds very, uh, very interesting place. Have you been to Bahia de Los Angeles, Bay of L.A.? Uh, yes, but not recently. Okay, and okay, and maybe all right. So Gonzaga Bay looks very interesting. 
Um, looks like something I would like to get into. Um, what I noticed about all your trips are extremely fair priced, actually very inexpensive, and you include everything. It's every, it's almost all inclusive except, like you said, um, your Mexican yeah, license, alcohol. your alcohol, <laughs> and your tips. Which is, you know, any trip that you go on is that way these days. Okay, yeah. so it's it, it's good. All right, so Gonzaga Bay, um, you only take six people. It's a little bit smaller mm-hmm. group. Yeah. Um, to give everybody an idea where it's at. Uh, if you went from Bahia de Los Angeles all the way to Mexicali, that's probably the top half of the Gulf, then you have two spots, San Felipe, and then you go a little bit further down, and then you got Gonzaga, right? Am I about the right area? It's in between, yeah. It's, it's south of San Felipe, north of Bahia de Los Angeles. There's a little la- a map on my uh, website, and you mm-hmm. can see where I've noted Gonzaga on there, and I just posted my new banner on uh, the, the Friends of uh, Angler Chronicles Excellent. page, and you'll see a big map there. And then when you guys go visit me at my booth and at the shows, um, you'll see that huge map, and I'll be able to tell you exactly where Okay, well, one of the things that I remember, Steve, did you ever do a Tony Reyes-type trip? Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, those were pretty cool. Yeah, I got a chance to do one of those, and you know, we left it at San Felipe. I imagine we fished Gonzaga and uh, Bay of L.A. Uh, yeah, you did. Yeah, okay. So one of the things I uh, and I wish I remember where it was. We're all the Cabrilla. We went specifically Cabrilla fishing. Now Cabrilla fishing, guys, it's it's not. I know on the Pacific side, you catch a calico in Mexico, and they call it a Cabrilla. That's not what I'm talking uh-huh. about. I'm talking about uh, Cabrilla, Cabrilla. I remember being warned about how ferocious these fish are and, and, and the teeth that they have. And they said they love the old, remember the old Iron Man or UFO 1, Steve, the blue and white? Um, they said, bring those. So I don't know how I amassed almost 100 between Norris and me. We went down there, and we, when you would cast, one of three things would happen. Um, you'd hook into a rock because that's where it was, and you'd lose it. We didn't have spectra then. Uh, the fish would swallow it and just bite you off, or you'd, you'd, you'd actually get hooked up and then God help you because extremely strong, they could turn on a dime, and they go straight for the rocks. But the, the meat was amazing. I got a chance to try it, and um, I do will tell you I will eat cabrilla, Okay, extremely, extremely tasty. So Cabrilla is one of those things I think you can catch in Gonzaga Bay as well, right? It, it is. It is. It's actually one of the highlighted uh, species that people go there specifically for. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm looking at your photos here, and it looks like for Gonzaga Bay, there's, there's it looks like, is that a leopard grouper there? And uh, Pargo? I mean, you got, you got all kinds of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks like mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Okay, so Gonzaga Bay is more of that. Is there any yellowtail in Gonzaga Bay? There are generally smaller. There's yellowtail. We've got Sierra. We've got triggerfish there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the different type of the grouper species, uh, black sea bass. Uh, we trying to think of what. Oh, um, there's there's uh, there's triggers and and mullets right in front of our beach there because our our house is right on the beach, mm-hmm. and so we we launch off from the beach as well. Uh, it's just old school, great. Uh, uh, Baja fishing, it's it's yeah, it's 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 amazing, and there's only six of you doing it there. 
Oh, that's sweet. That is sweet. Okay, that's Gonzaga Bay, and that one's a little bit cheaper. It's twelve hundred ninety-five dollars. Again, all inclusive. Yeah. All right, and that's again three days of fishing, meals, and soft drinks mm-hmm. included. Okay, so then you have an mm-hmm. area here called Mag Bay. Okay, yes. talk to me about Mag Bay. Mag Bay is way down south um, on the, on the Pacific Ocean side. Um, this has wonderful. This is a wonderful fishery. I think the last time we went when we went last year. We counted about 19 species that we caught on that trip. And this is the big wahoo destination. So if you really want to go catch a nice wahoo, tuna, dorado, and even good-sized grouper, this is the place. This is the place that gives you the big pelagic. You get marlin there as well. You know, it's, it's just amazing fishing there. All right. And Mag Bay, um, how's that trip? Is that also driven or is that you fly to Mag Bay? That one is one where you fly. Um, You can fly directly nonstop from uh, Los Angeles or Tijuana Airport, or you can use the CBX bridge. And um, so um, that I don't include the flights on this one because, of course, depending on where you come from and published air changes on a regular basis. So we just include picking you up from uh, Loretto Airport, the lodging, the meals, uh, the breakfast, uh, and the packed panga lunches as well. All right. I love it. I love it. And so uh, you mentioned Loretto. Do you, do you plan Loretto? I love Loretto. Loretto is one of the most magical little uh, uh, villages in Baja nowadays. It's really one of my favorites. I love going there. Um, Loretto is great fishing. If you go, especially if you go in July and um, August, uh, it's when it's really hot, you can really catch some nice Dorado. Um, yellow, I'm not yellow. Yeah, well, yellowtails there as well. Um, some tuna, uh, possibly marlin. It's, I mean, the the fishery there is really good, really, really good. I've caught uh, my first uh, rooster fish there, and that was a lot of fun. Oh, roosters is one of my favorite. One of my favorite. Uh-huh. Very good. They're fun. They fight those little things. All right, so you... Well, big, depending... All right, and um, Steve's doing all the work. I love it. Steve is posting as we speak. And Friends of Angler Chronicles, uh-huh. he's got, shows you a picture of a leopard grouper. You've got a spotted cabrilla. Uh-huh. Uh, Steve, you've caught all these things, right? I mean, I know it's been a while since you got down there, but uh, these are so much fun fish to catch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, leopard grouper's probably my favorite, but, uh, but I like them all pretty much. Why is leopard grouper your favorite? Uh, they get a little bit bigger than the other species. You know, they're not as big as, you know, the gulf grouper or the broomtails. But gulf mm-hmm. grouper and broomtails, your landing percentage is not very good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with the leopard grouper, uh, you know, they're they're bigger than most of the other cabrillas, but they're not giant. And, uh, you know, they're like a really, really gigantic calico bass in terms of what they bite and how they how they behave when they're hooked. And also, they're really, really good uh, oh, on the table. They're yeah. good on the table, no doubt about that. All right. Now, the Cabrilla, Steve, that you got posted on the photo there, I don't remember the stripes as much as the ones I was catching. Yeah, um, well, what you probably were catching, I'm finding that species now on, on good old um, uh, uh Google Images mm-hmm. is a flag cabrilla. Let's see if I can find a good one of those. Okay. Ooh, 
Okay. It was more brown. I'll more, more. recognize that one. Yeah, more brown. Okay. All right. Uh, so, again, uh, Orchid, you got a, a lot of trips going uh, on a yearly basis. Guys, it's the beginning of the year. This is the time to start planning. So, if you want to join us, you got six mm -hmm. months to figure this out. <laughs> okay. We're, we're yeah. leaving June 2nd through the 6th. Uh, we'll be able to film this. I'm, I'm sure the camera will be on from the minute we get in San Diego. Okay. And then we're, we'll head down there. We'll get three days of fishing and have some fun in the sun. Um, what, what's your typical fishing day uh, hours? Well, generally we get up in the morning, we pack you breakfast, um, uh, then we head take you over to the boats, and you're on the boats for about, you know, five, six, seven hours, depending on the hot, where you go fish, because we do fish on diverse areas, south, north, other side of the island, at the island, uh, you know, uh, so there's different points uh, down south mm -hmm. uh, with all the... Like, so let me ask you a question. When you go to uh -huh. Cedros, for example, uh, depending on which side of the bed the um, port captain gets up, it's either mm -hmm. 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock. You never know when he decides that you have to be in by. Is that what happens at um, Bay of LA? Well, Bay of LA, generally everyone's back by, you know, 3 p.m., Mm -hmm. And that's because they pretty much fill the freezer. I'm sorry, not the freezer, <laughs> but the cooler. And there's there's no more room right. for the fish to be placed in. And then and that comes to my other subject here is that we are really trying to focus on a lot of catch and release to keep the fishery count high in Bay of LA. So once you fill that freezer, you know, kind of practice catch and release. That Actually, practice wonderful. catch and release. At all times, um, I, yeah. we always say, you know, what was the saying, um, uh, Steve, that Ronnie had? Keep what you're going to eat and release the rest, mm -hmm. or something. He had a, he had a saying exactly. like that. What's that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and, and it's, um, mm -hmm. you know, we're not preservationists; we're conservationists. That was the other thing he used to right. say. So yeah, guys, uh -huh. just 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 keep what you're going to keep. You know, you know the the days yeah. of killing them all, that doesn't work out anymore. So, all it right, it doesn't. And you're definitely going to go home with a lot of fish. There's no necessity to kill everything that comes on the ponga, and you know, just uh, practice what you said. Uh, uh, let's let's take care of our fish counts. I agree. I agree. All right, Orchid, one more time. Give us your phone number and your website. My phone number is 619-483-7315, and my website is BajaFishingConvoys.com. Well, do me a favor. Why don't you put together a little uh, uh, post there on our Friends of Angler Chronicles, okay, with our trip, you know, the dates of our trip, and, you know, post it there regularly so people can see it and they can come join us, Okay. I will certainly do that. All right, Orchid, looking forward to fishing with you. And uh, we've done it already at Cedros a few times, and we've had just a fantastic time. So thank you so yeah. much, my dear. And, Orchid, we'll talk to you real soon. Thank you for having me, guys. Talk to you soon. All right, folks, that was Orchid Martinez from Baja Fishing Convoys. This is Ducks Radio, AM 830 KLAA. And we are Angler Chronicles. Right, Ron? We are. All right, then we'll be right back. To pay our share The time has come A fact's a fact It belongs to them Let's Ducks Radio AM 830 KLAA 
Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 Freeway, Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, this is Troy Terry, and you're listening to Ducks Radio, AM 830 KLA, and this is Anchor Chronicles, and I'm sitting here with with Ron, and I've got uh, Steve Carson on the on the line. The three of us here, and Steve, I'm looking at the pictures you posted. Uh, yeah, it's more like the the one with the spots on it. Okay, uh, that, that's more like the one that I was catching on those trips. I remember those trips; they were so much fun. Uh, you get a ponga, and you just uh, check out the local area. It's um, a lot of fun. Sierra, people don't realize what Sierra fishing, how much fun that can be, especially if they're big. There's some that get wahoo size. Okay, so a lot of fun. All right, um, listen to this last segment. I want to answer a couple of questions. Number one, remember, next Saturday, the entire show will be dedicated to um, giving you raffle tickets, okay? And figure they'll probably get, what, 40 to 50 callers usually is what we can get in in a two-hour period. And those 50 will be entered into the raffle to win five fabulous prizes. Uh, Fishing Syndicate Rod, Accurate Reel, what we got? Two day-and-a-halves, one in the Ocean Odyssey, one in the El Dorado, and the Fin and Feather membership. So it'll be a lot of fun next week. Ron, you said uh, the new schedule will be around when? We will see you all at the PCS show and hand you a copy there. Okay, so the PCS show is, what? what is it again? February 18th, 19th and 20th. All right, so three days. It's uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So uh, make sure you, you make it over to the Orange County Fairgrounds. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun on that one. We will have a booth, so come by and see us. We should be near Freedom Boat Club, Accurate, uh, Fishing Syndicate. He tries to put us all with our with our guys, so hopefully that's the case again. All right. Um, any loose ends, Steve? I know you were posting some, uh, some of the, the, uh, your upcoming charters. Yeah, yeah. I've got uh, two trips with space left on them, and uh, everything else I have for the rest of the years is full. I've got uh, a two-and-a-half-dayer in early September on the Pacifica um, 
out of Seaforth, and you can, again, look on the Friends of Angler Chronicles or the Seaforth Landing site for more information and make reservations with Seaforth. And only five spots left uh, the first week of December on an eight-dayer on the Shogun, and uh, that was that was a pretty amazing trip this year. Uh, we talked about it a little bit when I got back uh, uh, mm-hmm. early last month, but uh, just an amazing, amazing trip uh, on yellowfin tuna, yellowtail, you name it. Uh, five spots left, and anybody that's been trying to book uh, any trip longer than an overnight for this year has found that there's like no space anywhere. So two and a half day early September, uh, Pacifica out of Seaforth, eight day first week of December, uh, 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 Shogun out of Fisherman's Landing, and those spaces will not last. So, well so where would these guys go to get uh, that information? They would go to, yeah, well, on the, they can get a little bit of information right there on the Friends of Angler Chronicles Facebook page, and they can go to the Seaforth Landing reservation page and and uh, get even more information, and or they can call Seaforth. Mm-hmm. And the Shogun operates out of Fisherman's Landing, so their website or the Shogun website, or you can call the landing at Fisherman's Landing. All right, well, listen, i got to interrupt you real quick. Let me interrupt you here because I'm getting a, a text message. I hope this is real. Ron, can you and Steve do the research? I'm getting a tsunami warning for Southern California. Newport beaches and piers are closed till further notice. Tsunami? That means there was a huge earthquake somewhere. I didn't feel yeah, nothing. Yeah, it, it was a, a volcano in Tonga. I was actually <clears throat> yeah. looking for a good link for that. That, just, that. that one just popped up. Oh, yeah. that just popped up. All right. So, okay. So, guys, so yeah, maybe not a good uh, morning to go surf fishing. <laughs> you want to stay? I want to stay away from that one. Um, the other thing I want to talk, you know, a little bit before we go, this is the last segment. Um, you know, we, local fishing, everybody thinks it's all done because all of it. No, it's not all done. Okay. Catalina's still putting out some very good. Uh, uh, bonita fishing, that's always a lot of fun. There is some homegrown yellowtail, and if you've got some live squid, which is popping up. Unfortunately, most of the live squid, I believe, is at Santa Rosa. So it's, 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 it's quite a haul to bring it back down to the, you know, the bait receivers out of Long Beach. But let me just say this. Local fishing has been very, very good. Uh, depending on what you want to go catch, okay? Uh, the sand bass has been phenomenal. I know that rockfish is off-season, but sometimes I just can't get away the sheephead. Uh, I cannot believe, I know there's this push about sheephead, Steve, but, I mean, they have been following us. We actually leave spots because the big sheephead want to bite, okay? And we're talking shallower water, 100, 120 feet max. So um, good local fishing. I highly recommend the following. If you could use live bait, right now you're probably going to get a smaller size sardine. The sardines have been smaller. That means you probably want to use a number two or a number one size hook. If we get into the squid, I highly recommend a 3-0, 4-0. And if you have, you know, if you have the Aki Twist from owner, I highly recommend the Aki Twist in at least a 5-0. Okay, so I like to use that. And if the hook is really big, stick two squid in one hook. Okay, frozen squid. Well, if you can get frozen squid at the market, that's fine. But please keep in mind, by the time it you know, thaws out and stuff, it 
probably purple. It's not the most desirable for the fish down there. If you can get fresh dead, that's even better. Okay, so for the private boater, if you do buy a squid, live squid, um, you get to the end of the day and they're, they're, there's squid left over. Bring some Ziploc bags, put them in the Ziploc bag, take them with you, freeze them, and they're good for the next trip. Okay, so um, that's been working real good. As far as plastics, oh, plastics are on fire right now for big calico. Okay, um, I've been using some of these Phoenix lead heads, um, you know, with a nice 7-inch eh, plastic attached to it. Work really, really well in the kelp especially. Uh, it, on more of a structure-type base, I've been working on uh, with a hookup bait or live bait. So that's been working really good for the bass. Okay, so I know we, we talked about location. Yeah, just about every rock in Southern California is holding fish. It's a matter, it's how you get them to bite. And they're not always biting. Okay, so check your tides. We were, I forgot to check the tide, and we were there last Tuesday, and a phenomenal morning, and all of a sudden, a shutdown at 12 noon. I go, well, what happened? And then when I checked the tides, that was a slack tide. That's when it was changing. And we had a very, very, very high tide the night before to a very, very, very low tide in the morning to a medium slack tide. <laughs> so I, now I understand why they bit so well in the morning. Everything I'm telling you guys is just things that you learn and you're always learning. You know, um, we talk about this with Ben a lot. There's always something new. If you're a surfer, you have an advantage. because You can see when you fish closely, you, you have an idea how these uh, waves are going to break. So that's it's very, very important. All right. So uh, good fishing. Um, some of the longer-range boats are getting some amazing fish. Some cows and super cows on the yellowfin tuna. But these guys are on nine-day trips, 10-day trips. Um, that, that's happening. I know a couple of the boats that went out last weekend. We talked. Steve, you actually said the Pacific was one of them, right? Uh, they went out, and they did come back. The two-and-a-half did a lot better than the—or the, the three-day did a lot better than the um, day-and-a-half. But they saw a ton of fish all in American waters. Yeah, and, and, and again, yeah, the, the trips didn't do, neither trip did especially well by the standards to which we've become accustomed, which is limits. They, they, they didn't get their limits. They, they both boats caught, caught some nice tuna. But, Sergio, check the calendar. It's January. Correct. Correct. That, that's what people are forgetting right now, okay? I am getting another tip right here real quick from uh, my boy Manus. He says, don't forget to put a strip of squid in boots, jackets, pockets, and in your car. <laughs> that's the fastest way to lose a friend. And, and Sergio, on, on, that, on that other uh, topic I just uh, posted up from the Sydney Australia News, mm -hmm. TV News, live picture of the volcanic uh, yeah. eruption in Tonga. That caused the tsunami warning. Holy moly! Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, um, I don't, you know, I, I don't know the dynamics of tsunamis that well. What direction they go or how long they take, but um, somebody, well, somebody somewhere is going to feel this. Well, they said that uh, it'll hit the California coast sometime at 7 a.m. to 7:30 a.m. this morning, but it, it's it more now. It's just an advisory. It has been. It's not a tsunami warning. It's just an advisory right now. So. If we see anything, it'll be between 7 a.m. and 7.30, so don't go out there and panic, everybody. You just relax. 
<laughs> even even and, and and I hope that we don't feel anything in California, but uh, and they're showing a picture from yeah, it's pretty the, bad. It's the people of Sydney somewhere, some little beach village is getting it right now. Yeah, it's so, uh, it take the, the entire capital of Tonga is underwater or uh, it's with got water all through. We were supposed right. to go to Tonga. Yeah. Okay. And give out shoes. We're gonna really need our help next year. Yeah. yeah, we're definitely gonna need our need our help. All right, guys. Um, highlights coming up. I think uh, next weekend. Okay. So next show Saturday, it'll be just a giveaway show. The lines will be available. Call in. In fact, I'm not gonna talk to Steve next week. We need your line, Steve. All right. <laughs> all yeah. right. And, and yeah, and we'll just uh, open them all up. And so. You get a ticket, Ron will put them in the basket, and then we will draw the winners at Taco Tuesday on the 25th at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. What's the address, Ron? 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Right The things the that we remember south sometimes. South of the 405 freeway. The things we remember and the things we forget. <laughs> All right. I don't even know what to have so, for breakfast. Yeah. So anyway, I hope everybody's having a good week. And remember, I guess we have an 80% chance of rain. I know that... Um, I, I have to believe that. I have to see that. You know, the Santa Ana wind. I have never seen it rain with the Santa Ana wind. Ever. And I, I'm old. I, never. Okay. Steve, well, have you ever seen when it's warm like that it rained? It, it, it seems pretty weird to me. Yeah. I, yeah. But I definitely felt the Santa Ana this morning. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I think bottom line is I'll be careful. And if you, if, and, and the, you know, Steve, we, 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 you and I have talked about this with Ron before. Um, so important for us as fishermen to take care of our fishery. Okay, and I know I only have a few minutes left, but um, one of the things that you say Santa Ana wins, you know what I'm thinking? I'll be out there on Tuesday on the center console. You know what I'm going to be doing? Picking up balloons. Okay, <laughs> everything blows out into the ocean. You wouldn't believe the amount of balloons that are out there. Guys, when you're done with a party, pop them and throw them in the trash. Don't let them blow away because it ends up in the ocean. Okay, so take care of our fishery, take care of each other, and let's move forward. Okay, it's 2022. All right, I want a special prayer for my bud Chuchin, who got out of heart surgery, a special prayer for Derek, who's recovering from COVID, a special prayer for our dear friend Tony Williams, who uh, he's sick again. All right. He, he had the, the cold and now he's sick again. So wish him the absolute best. And to all our listeners, okay, uh, just thank you for listening. Thank you for joining, uh, spending some time with us, okay? Um, let me see. I'm trying to read this one here. Uh, okay. All right. So, yeah, it's, it, he's telling me that it's a number one on the scale. Okay, Danny. So it's not, it's gonna, it's nothing for the commercial fleet as far as warnings. Okay, everybody, have a good one. Be good to yourselves and to everybody else. Be kind. This is Angler Chronicles. We'll see you next week. Bye. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.